Hello everyone and welcome to Toonami Therapy on August 31st of 2023. I'm Michael. I'm Tommy. And we're here to discuss anime and go off on other tangents. Uh, <laughs> wasn't really too much anime to discuss this uh, <laughs> week. Well, uh, on Toonami at least. Um, because uh, we had... Let, let me actually just... Uh, yeah, we had Dr. Stone and... Um, Yep, that's it. Um, because they just had, uh, they, well, he's had the Superman, then they had Doctor Stone, then they had a bunch of um, uh, reruns of season two of Fooly Cooly. Um, so yeah, all we really have to discuss is Doctor Stone. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we've got. Uh, so. Let's get this one sec. I I just realized there's something important I didn't have open. So let me uh, just get this ready. Right. So for that, I guess we've just got Dr. Stone episode 46. Um, The end of this season, well, the end of this part of the season, because this is another split season, which messes, which makes the terminology confusing. Uh, Basically, Kohaku manages to figure out that the important cat, where all the, (coughs) sorry, important stuff in the villages she gets it out and is able to bring it to uh to deliver it to senku where they discover oh there's all this stuff from the riverbed but there's a bunch of platinum in it because it turns out senku's father although who they mention again is not his biological father i um i don't know why they like felt the need to make to not have them be related by blood because uh it doesn't actually matter at all in the entire series. But, um, yeah, so he basically spent a bunch of time gathering platinum because he figured that Senku would come and get it someday. Uh, okay, I guess that's some... Uh, I guess he just read ahead in the script. Um, <laughs> anyway, so now that they've got the uh, platinum, they're going to be able to use it to get more of the stuff acid for the revival fluid so they can get some of the petrified people back mm-hmm. and yep that was the stuff that happened in the episode essentially yeah um wasn't too bad um i was there there were some times though i was confused as to what was going on because i'm like well it they were so skilled to figure out what she meant by those hieroglyphics. And then all of a sudden they're telling her what to do. And I'm like, well, how do they know what she's doing? And what you said was that they were looking through the binoculars and that's how they could tell what she was doing. I didn't realize that. I, I thought that they were just like, keep kept on passing those rats back and forth. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it was a pretty interesting episode, um, but I'm not sure exactly what the point is of the one guy, um, um, what's the name of that guy? Oh, um. You mean the bald one? No, the one who's dressed up like a girl. Oh, that's um, that's Ginro. Yeah, I don't understand 
why he's here except for comedy relief. Do you, you know? mean why he's here, like, in terms of plot, or why he's here, like, in-universe? Oh. Sorry, what? You see, oh. see both? Okay, well, in terms of plot, they brought him along because... Actually, I'm not... I can't remember what their reason was, but I guess it did work out for them because he didn't get sapped by the um, stone uh, beam thing. Uh, in terms of... Uh, from an out-of-universe perspective, well... Yeah, there is um, kind of the part about comic relief. I think he does do uh -huh. some more things later in this arc, if I remember correctly. Uh -huh. Um, so yeah, I think it was it was a decent uh, episode. It definitely is a weird place to just cut the season midway through. Um, I, I kind of feel like this would have benefited if they <clears throat> if they had just done the whole season in one go without a break. But you know. I guess, like, they need, like, a break for production reason stuff. Better to take a break than have the quality um, suffer. But it, and, you know, it's adapting from another thing, so it's not like they could really do that much other than, uh, like, like they can't, like, make there be a good spot to um, put it on break. But uh, for now, that's basically where we're leaving it, at that kind of abrupt conclusion point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Stone will be coming back, um, uh, I think in, uh, a month or two in Japan, when they'll put that, that stuff on Toonami, or if, we don't know, but, uh, it'll presumably be, um, how, how far behind was, uh, Dr. Stone, um, in airing here, uh, let's see, okay, it came on Toonami two months after it aired in Japan, so if that's the case, we'll... We might be getting more Doctor Stone in uh, November or December, um, like that. So this is it for Doctor Stone. Uh, for now, at least. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, I don't know what they're coming. What what is replacing it? Because on so what we've got next week is they're just gonna um is they're just gonna have another marathon of Fooly Cooly this time of season three. And they're mm -hmm. also, and that's it. Plus a season finale of my adventure with Superman. Uh, so uh, we'll probably actually just skip talking about Toonami that week entirely. Yeah. Week after that, they have the premiere of the new season of Fooly Cooly, and then they've got the next part of Attack on Titan. Because, um, so, uh, or as you, uh. The next part of Attack on Titan, yeah. Because, so what's, we've got left of Attack on Titan, you know, we had episodes, we had three seasons, we had the, no, sorry, four seasons, and we had the final season, which was, you know, two parts, and then they said, well, we're, we're not done, there's still more. Um, and basically the remaining stuff is going to be two, basically, I don't, how long is it exactly? Um, it's, uh... Sorry, I'm looking this up. I should have figured this out before. Um, right, yeah. <clears throat> it, it, the next one is like basically an hour long. It'll probably be a. It'll, it'll be an hour and a half, obviously, on Toonami with commercials. But mm -hmm. um, that's kind of a continuation. And then there will be a second one of that that's coming later this year in Japan. But I don't know when it'll be in English. Um, so basically a 90-minute episode that catches us up on what's been going on. 
a nine minute episode? 90. Oh, 90. okay. No, no, this is a continuation. But basically, it's like I've been saying, it's Attack on Titan season four, part um three, part one. Or or if you want to call what it actually was referred to, it's Attack on Titan, the final season, the final chapters, part one. Okay. That that's not a joke. That's actually what its actual name is. Mm-hmm. Attack on Titan, the final season, colon, the final chapters, colon, part one. Well, special one, but still, instead of part one. So yeah, we'll be getting more of that. We'll, we're, all, we're at the end of Attack on Titan, almost. <laughs> almost. Yeah, uh, I, I guess we'll see. Um, we'll see that then. Uh, now I just have to remember what was actually happening in the series. Um, Jaegerists. <laughs> uh, what a funny name. Um, yeah, we'll deal with that then. So, that's it for Toonami. I've got nothing else um to say about it. Uh, I, I didn't watch the Fooly Cooly Season 2 marathon. I just watched the opening scene because I, th- I thought, this was a cool scene, I remember. And it was good, although, I'll be honest, it was the fact um the Pillows uh, song... Uh, thank you, my Twilight was playing. That that did a lot of heavy lifting in that scene, honestly. Um, okay, let's move on uh, on to the non-Tunami series we've been watching. So, we got Full Metal Panic episodes 13 and 14. Okay, so... Um, the show has decided for these two episodes to completely... Uh, forget about all the other plot that's been going on. And this has two very lighthearted episodes. Well, the first one isn't all lighthearted, but basically Tessa and Mal get into a disagreement and they want to figure out who can pilot the robot better and whoever loses has to do something very embarrassing. <laughs> and um, so Tessa has Sosuke train her, and Mao is very arrogant and overconfident, and she gets beat. But Tessa uh, ends up crying at the end over it, and uh, all's well as end well, you know? I mean, everyone got together and got got along afterward. Then the second episode is really weird. This is the type of stuff Fumofu has where they at school they're going to have like this big military thing and uh, <laughs> so <laughs> basically hold on a second okay I'll wait okay um sorry there was something distracting me I had it oh, I, it's fine Go I on. apologize okay um so basically they do these robot games and Sosuke is helping in one of it and the one kid and his father 
weren't getting along. So then they start working together and build relationship. And Kaname also gets into a robot with a guy who's like a real pervert. And they play against Sosuke and end up losing. And while all that sounds like something serious there none of it was serious it was pretty much all uh tomfoolery you know so um yeah that's what happened in these two episodes Hmm. yeah um kind of a weird uh it really has felt like like the series is kind of two different series because you have like this rather serious series that involved has a robot stuff and it's well serious. Like we had before these episodes in the episodes just before this. And then it's just like, okay, we're going to lighthearted comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's like they feel almost like they're in some kind of parallel universe to each other. Mm. Um, that's kind of what Fumofu is. Hmm. But um, Mofu is all comedy and pretty much no drama. So, <laughs> uh, for the first, I didn't, I didn't notice it before. But yeah, Melissa I mean, is totally Misato's voice. I did not notice that before until now. <laughs> I think this is the first time she really got much many lines, though. Now, there's a weird thing because there's a part oh, I can't remember the context, but it's where. Uh, one of the characters says to the other, like, oh, have you heard of Masufumi Miyamoto or a name like that? And the other said, oh, is that the name of a battleship? And he goes, eh, never mind. I was just like, okay, that was the name of the guy who was like the founder of Squaresoft. But what relation did he have to that scene? Why was he brought up? Or was it some different person I didn't know about? I think there was someone different. Hmm. I think there's a famous, uh, famous... I don't know, like, there, there's a famous person that went by that name, and Is I, it, maybe they said something different and I misheard it. I just looked yeah. up Masafumi Miyamoto, and I'm like, oh, huh, that's the guy who made Squaresoft. No, that that wasn't what okay. he said. It was someone different. Okay. All right, maybe I misheard it. Um, yeah. All right, so yeah, um, I always give something credit if it's playing the William Tell Overture at some point in it, which it was during the fight. At least I think it was a William Tell Overture. Ah, uh, dang it! I, I I I thought I wrote that down, but I can't remember. A lot of the classical music blends together for me. Also, the uh. All I I feel like the last time I heard that in an anime was Kill a Kill. Um. Anyway, uh, also they kept saying Narima Daikon, which I remember just because there's this anime I saw called Narima Daikon Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, that that series was just a plain comedy. Um, anyway, so yeah, uh, if uh, the first of the episodes was the better of the two, the second one I thought was was less interesting and kind of left me thinking, wondering, you know, what much of the point of it was. I mean, I guess we got a little. Uh, de- we got some development and backstory for um, the 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 kid who was like into the um, military stuff. Uh, Shinji, I think, was his name. Yeah, 
Yeah, we got funny some. How, funny how that's his name. Hmm. We we got some of that, but uh, other than that, it was. Does that guy, the guy who was trying to get, um, like who who like was hitting on Kaname, does he like show up again, or was that it for him? I don't remember him, so I don't think he's going to stay along much longer, okay. if at all. All right. Um, let me just uh, take a quick look. I'm looking at a summer. I don't think he shows up again. Um, at least he's not mentioned in the in the short episode synopsis by name. So maybe he wasn't any uh, one important. Okay. All right. Uh, anything else to say about that? Nope, not really. All right. Then we got the Eminence in Shadow. We got episodes four and five. Um. All right. So, uh, basically, um, Sid is. Uh, suspected of being the person who kidnapped Alexia, uh, but um, they uh, and they try to get information out of him before eventually, like releasing um, him. Um, then we basically find uh oh yeah, then we find out oh yeah, remember all the, a few episodes ago, all the other people, the girls in the Shadow Garden were like oh well we're gonna have to separate. Yeah, it turns out they actually just totally show up and talk to Sid um every now and again. So. Uh, nothing. <laughs> so I guess that didn't really matter too much. Um, there. So basically, they're going to try to um rescue Alexia. Sid um goes uh along with it. He, we continue with the thing where he, you know, he knows he's been kidnapped and uh, stuff, but he thinks the whole cult stuff is made up. But it's actually true, while the other members of his team think know it's true. Uh. The guy who captured Alexia, like, because he was trying to get blood from her. Well, basically, he um she manages to sort of escape, but then uh through all the stuff that's happening, because big battle thing starts off as a result of all of this. Sid show does show up and beats um the guy even after the guy turns himself into a monster. Although she does, Alexia doesn't know it's Sid. She just knows it's some guy. So um. Okay, so that's three times um, a, a Sid has uh, managed to rescue a different female character. <laughs> um, three times in four episodes. Uh, well, in five episodes. Um, uh, anyway, so yeah, so he they managed to get out. Um, all the bad guys are beaten. Everything seems all uh, fixed up and such. Alexia asks Sid if she, he's interested in... Um, you know, pretending, continuing the fake relationship, but it's like, mm -hmm. nah. And then she apparently stabs him a bunch of times as a result. <laughs> it was kind of unclear. Be because, because you see all this like blood stuff on him later, but he's also seems perfectly fine. So I don't know what went there. Uh, it, it was weird. I know there's a the whole jokes about the tsundere's hitting people, but, uh, that looked like it was very dangerous. Um. Anyway, then um. Then because there aren't enough waifus in the series already, uh, Sid meets another one at the end of the episode. <laughs> um. So let's see. 
Uh, these episodes felt... I'm trying to even think of what to, what I thought of it, because I, like, I was like, okay, this was kind of fun, but, um, I don't know, Sid, we're, it kind of feels like it's playing a bit too much into the whole, hey, I'm, I got transported to another world, and now I'm super overpowered, because Sid beats the bad guy pretty easily. Yeah, it, it does feel, I, I didn't even realize this was an Isekai. I, I just, I, um, yeah, whenever I pick out this show, I don't remember why I picked out this show, actually, which is never a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, like, at least I remembered why I picked out Endo Kobayashi Live. It was because Lisa Latte looked like Aaron But I don't know why I picked this one. So, um, yeah. It, I don't know. It's giving me a lot of Overlord vibes. You know? That's kind of the way I'm feeling about this. I know you didn't like Overlord. I thought it was okay. But, you know, that's kind of how I'm feeling with this. Like, it's... It's... Yeah. I don't know. I... So, I, I want to give some series some credit. The... the I feel the problem with the series is in these episodes, it doesn't seem to be playing really up to its strengths as much as it should. Because cause the basic... Cause, and I knew this going in. The big joke of the series is that Sid thinks he's just pretending with all this stuff. Like, you know, obviously, there are actually people they're fighting that are kidnapping stuff. But he is... Conv but he thinks... All of the stuff he made up about the cult and all that stuff was just some made-up thing he did, and then all of his allies are just having fun playing along with him. But it's actually totally true, and they mm -hmm. all think, and they all know it's totally true. So that's um, uh, uh, so that's that's something that could be a kind of funny joke. I just don't feel it's leaning into that for comedy as much as it could. Um, mm -hmm. The other uh, thing is, of course. Sid trying, wanting to be like super dramatic and stuff. Like when he's getting beaten up and basically tortured for information, he's just thinking to himself, man, it's really cool to pretend to be the background character like this and, and all of that stuff that, that, or, um, him like doing the, like over the top thing where he gives that, that speech about how he's about like atomic bombs and how he is atomic you know, that kind of stuff. Those, those can be kind of funny, but I, I don't think there's enough of that. It just plays itself seriously a bunch of the times. That's my issue. I, I feel like the series needs to be leaning more into, like, the, the jokes and stuff. Because I, I thought the series was just a comedy, and there is jokes in it, but I thought it was a higher emphasis on comedy than it has so far. So, we'll see. I, I definitely think there's... There's this show could be pretty good. I just don't feel. I just feel like it right now is focusing more on its weaker aspects. Also, one other thing: was it just me, or did it seem? Um, it seemed to me like the the girls in Shadow Garden, the ones that are always like called, you know, like Alpha, Beta, Epsilon, whatchamacallit, all that stuff. Did it just it seem to me? But now, because we actually saw the meeting and talking. It seemed to me that a lot of, at least in the dub, the their delivery was kind of flat. It, it what do you seemed, mean by flat? 
I, it just didn't seem like there was like much effort or emotion in it. And I was initially, I, I noticed this before and I thought, okay, that's just the character trait. I'm okay. Except all of them were doing that in the scene. The, the re, it's not, the rest of like the cast is fine. I, I thought their, their voices are fine, but it just felt like it, it was kind of lackluster for those, those characters. Yeah. Like Alpha, you mean? Yeah. 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 Kind of, kind of uh, noticed that too, but I thought it was just her character. So yeah, that's what I was thinking. I didn't notice. Yeah, that's what I was also thinking. Oh, it's just her character. But then it seemed like that was the case for a bunch of the other character of the girls in Shadow uh, Garden when they were talking amongst themselves. So that's where I started thinking, wait, is is this like, are they supposed to be like this? Or was this part just, or did they just not give good voice direction to these characters? I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's... Uh, Eminence in Shadow. Um, I mean, it's still fun. I, I just kind of want it to be... I, I guess I want it to be a little more... I don't want it to just be Sid's really strong and he beats everyone because I can get that in so many other isekai. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright, anything else? Nope. Okay. So we sort of, um, so, so basically I kind of have been rewatching a bunch of Attack on Titan. Um, I'll probably talk about some of that in my, uh, maybe at the end, but then it just made me think, you know, I, I remember that Attack on Titan junior high series. That was kind of a parody. So I asked you if you wanted to like, just check it out to see how it was. And you said, okay, so. That might be a series we're checking out. So that's where we're going on with Attack on Titan Junior High Episode 1. Mm-hmm. Um, which is basically some alternate continuity that actually implies the original series was just a dream Aaron had at the start. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I don't know if you caught this, but the part where there, where Aaron and Mikasa are leaving the house, did you spot that on the TV they were showing Attack on Titan? <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. Oh man. <laughs> okay. So basically it's like it's uh basically um sorry, this alternate continuity, the characters all all in uh junior high school. It's kind of a world like ours, except there are titans, except instead of actually eating people, they just steal their food. And mm-hmm. it, and uh and basically it's just like it, how do you say it? It's basically just a big parody of the original series where everyone's personality traits just exaggerated even more. Like Aaron is still on the whole hating all Titans and wanting to destroy them all train. Even though in this continuity, all they actually did was um, take away was steal like a lunch he really liked instead of, you know, killing his mother and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A- and then there's the fact that everyone actually just gets really annoyed at Aaron in this series. Mm-hmm. It, it really does feel like the sort of like i mean it's a parody uh th- there's not too much to really say about this episode because the whole thing's just kind of spoofing the original stuff i, I don't yeah, know yeah i love i love though that they played up those ridiculous romances and made fun of them <laughs> like mikasa and aaron and ymir and krista <laughs> i love that they they made fun of those so much i was like 
wow, they 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 actually have some self awareness here. So that was that was uh, pretty funny. Those uh, those situations. So uh, yeah, I thought this was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, well we'll be uh, checking it out um, then, and why not? Because we've got Attack on Titan uh, the. The final season, part three, part one, uh, coming soon enough. I hmm. honestly, I think what might have gotten, what I really liked was the part where they still played the same really dramatic music from the original series, except it was for scenes that just then were just became complete jokes instead. Like Aaron launches himself at the colossal titan, but then he just um, but then he can't jump the. Um, that required distance, so he just falls to the ground and humiliates himself instead. Just, just stuff like that. I thought it was it was really funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not anything else to really say about that. We'll be watching it because why not? Um, I don't know if we'll necessarily have too much to say about it, but we'll see. Okay. So that's that series, and I guess we. And it's we might as well keep doing it because we need more series so that we don't automatically know what the top three is each week. Yeah. Um. So, actually, this doesn't help for you because there was no One Piece, so there were only four series, and you don't want to count Full Metal Panic. But uh, actually, this actually allows you to fill out the top three, doesn't it? Yeah. All right. So we can give our um top three. Um, ratings for these. This is... Um, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, so, for me, I'm uh, suddenly thinking about what I want for my third place. Um, I, I think I'll put in... I, I'm pondering between Full Metal Panic and Eminence in Shadow, because Full Metal Panic, it's one of those things where, well, I like the first step. I, I didn't like the second episode, but I thought the first episode was all right. Um, how do I average them out? Oh, what? Okay, I'll, I'll Full Metal Panic edges it out a little. It gets third place. Then we have, um, yeah. Then I'll put in Doctor Stone, and uh, I really did like the premiere of Attack on Titan Junior High, so I'll give that first. Well, uh, there's a problem. That problem is that we have the same, uh, the same top three, except for the fact that I don't rank Full Metal Panic. So that means that the Eminence and Shadow gets in, and Attack on Titan first, which I don't know if its original form ever got first. Probably did at some point back before I recorded these. Um, Second place is Dr. Stone, and third place is The Eminence in Shadow. And yeah, we do need to come up with more things to watch, hmm. because this seems to be happening too much. Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll we'll see what goes on with Toonami. Ho- hopefully they'll be bringing in some new stuff, but uh, if not... Uh... Who knows? Um, if it if it's just fully, uh, well, hmm, I I would, I'm kind of thinking fully coolly in One Piece don't seem great enough for to just keep watching it maybe, but uh, 
maybe this will be the season of the season of Fooly Cooley that manages to fix things up compared to the second and third. Or yeah, I'm sure it will. <laughs> pro- I, I don't. I do not have high expectations after seasons two and three, but it, it might. It we. <clears throat> it at least looks like it's a continuation of the original series. That gets me a little more interested, but uh, we'll we'll see. We we won't know the answers for a few weeks anyway. All right. Oh, I did want to talk briefly about. So I. I'll rewatch the first season of Attack on Titan um, in Spanish, trying to improve my skills in the language. Um, don't know if it's actually helping. Uh, now, when I watch this, keep in mind that I can only really understand about 70 to 80% of the dialogue, so that mm-hmm. might have skewed things. But I actually liked it a lot more than when I, I feel when I originally watched it. I, I Maybe it works better when you marathon it, because... Probably the biggest problem I had with the first season is the pacing. There's a bunch of like episodes I think kind of spent time on things that we could have just skipped over. Um, but um, yeah, I, I just thought it was fun. The, the animation's good. It it's smart, generally smart in where to use its uh budget. A, a bunch of t- times when you kind of look at it, you're like, oh, there's not that much animation. It's just kind of like still shots of things, but they're detailed and look good. And then, of course, in the actual fights, they um, they animate them well. Um, I don't know. I just, I just ended up liking it uh, more than um, I did the first time. Maybe it's because I better know where it leads. Um, at least through the third season. After the third season, I kind of feel the series goes off to rail. But up through that third season, I, I, I it makes me uh, understand things better. Also, the background, the music's really good. The first theme song's a classic for a reason. Um, and uh, that song that it often plays, I actually looked it up. It's called XLTT. It usually plays when the Colossus Titan shows up. That's a really great song. Um. So yeah, I I could like make a bunch of minor comments about it and stuff like why why does Aaron always have to bite really hard into his hand if all he has to do is just give himself a wound like wouldn't there be easier ways like 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 literally one of the other people who can turn into a titan they just basically um use this thing to like almost to um slice their hand and it's much simpler and probably less painful, but Aaron just keeps doing the chomping into his hand over and over. Um, yeah. Oh, one other thing that probably helped it better because I actually know who the characters are better. So when they say, um, when you find out Marco's dead, my original action was, Oh no, wait, who's Marco. Now my reaction is, Oh no. Oh, well, I didn't really care about Marco anyway, but at least I know who he is. And that's it. Um, I don't know. Uh, that's all I had to say about that. I guess I, I'll guess I'll be moving into season two um, next. See how I what I end up thinking. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything you wanted to say? Yeah, I just wanted to uh, send out my condolences to uh, Bob Barker, who died after reaching the age of ninety nine. People said his age at death was perfect because he came closest to a dollar 100 without going over. So <laughs> it was like 99 and, 
and eight months old. So he came the closest to 100 without going over. Uh, he meant a lot to me. <laughs> and I know that sounds weird, but he was one of my heroes. So um, I, I miss, I'm going to miss him. Obviously, he's been off the prices right for 15 years already. So it doesn't seem real, but it is. And he will always be, in my opinion, the greatest game show host of all time. So and he can't be imitated. No, no one ever was able to imitate him. You can imitate other game show hosts. You can't imitate him. So, yeah, it was a sad week when he died. Fortunately, uh, when I found out he was dying, I was in the middle of watching a Packers game. So... <laughs> I was so entrenched in watching the game that I couldn't burst into tears or anything. (laughs) So I was able to make it without crying. And, um, and yeah, so he he had a good run. So um, RIP Bob Barker. Okay. All right, I don't really have anything to add to that. So um, I guess we'll see you next. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Uh, because there's no Toonami stuff, we're uh, thinking we'll be you going with the usual uh, stuff we've got. we got two episodes of Full Metal Panic and Eminence in Shadow and one of uh, Night in Junior High. But we're also going to be checking out uh, the uh, Isekai Quartet movie. Uh, which mm-hmm. they released. I was kind of, we were kind of holding off on it because we were thinking, well, it, um, it might get dubbed or something, but it, it came out like uh, in December of last year. So at this point, it, it's probably not getting um, one. Uh, of course, knowing our luck, we'll watch it. And then, you know, two, uh, one month later, they'll say, hey, it's dubbed now. <laughs> um, but we're going to give it a try and see how it works. And. With that, I don't think there's anything else I wanted to say. Nope, I think that's it, and we'll see you next week. Bye!